Live, painkiller, nearly episode 51, nearly a year. Nearly a year, one more show. We gotta figure out something to do next week, I guess, huh? Topless. Topless, I like it. All right, then. I hate it. <laughs> we, we need a plan B. All right, <laughs> bottomless. Bottomless is even better. Ooh, now I think I may have, not, not full on, uh, you know, full Scotsman or anything, but I've definitely done the show without pants a couple of times. Um, even Painkiller already. Yeah, yeah, I'll rock the, the pajama pants a lot. Uh, yeah, I rock the boxers now and then. Um, so what's your first topic? You said you had one. Donald Trump. So, you know, Donald Trump gave away, was it Lindsey Graham's phone number? Uh-huh. Well, his phone number got public. And uh, uh, I, I always wondered, like, how this would work. Like, how would he like it? How would he handle it if the tables were turned? Because it kind of sucks when your number gets public and such. And uh, <laughs> I'll give you a link. But basically what this guy did is he laughed it off and then he changed his voicemail message to be an advertisement for his campaign. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so people are just calling all the time. Uh, you can, let's click play on this thing together. I'm ready whenever you are. Ready, set, play. Uh, this is Donald Trump and I'm running for the presidency of the United States of America. With your help and support, together we can make America truly great again. Visit me on Twitter at RealDonaldTrump and check out my campaign website at www.donaldtrump.com. Hope to see you on the campaign trail. We're going to do it. The mailbox is full and cannot accept any messages at this time. <laughs> Goodbye. Dude, that's that awesome. awesome. It's yeah. so clever. Like, I... I... You, no, no. Just to be clear, I don't actually want Cl Trump to be president. I, yeah. I find his campaign positions to be mostly either imaginary or bullshit. Right? Like, um, my favorite is the the. So, do you know the one about the border with Mexico, the fence? Uh, he says that he is uh, going to get the Mexicans to build the fence between between the U.S. and Mexico, and if he fails to do that, he has promised to pay for the fence out of his own pocket. I didn't hear that second part. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I thought he, I, I did hear him say, and when you said he was going to get the Mexicans to build it, he's saying he's going to get Mexico, the country, the, yeah. to both fund and build a border for us that yeah, we get to say, like, build a fucking fence or we're going to, he's going to start putting tariffs on their goods. He's going to stop doing commerce with them. He's going to punish them in some way. <laughs> and, and I'm of course... He will win every argument and debate known to man because he wrote the art of the deal. So therefore, he's the best negotiator ever. Yeah, and I think he's he got caught in a lie. He said something like it was the most uh, the most successful financial advice book or something like that of all time book or something. Yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was a successful business book. It was on the New York Times bestseller list. It might have even been number one for some bit. I think he sold over a million copies, and I'd be proud of a million copy book. Did he really? That's what the I saw a thing that estimated okay. that, but um, there are several other books that have sold more copy. There's copies, and there are a bunch of other books that have been used in like um, like business law classes. Like there are like staples of not business law, but like business courses, like Lee Iacocca's book, and I forget a couple others. All I'm, right, well, those are legit qualifications, I guess. I yeah. my my whole thing with Trump with Trump is he's a maniac and he's a reality TV star and he probably shouldn't represent us on a global scale other than that though if we were allowed to do like a two-week test run with this guy i'd love to see that shit the debates start in two days in two days the debates start and we're gonna get to see trump eviscerate the republicans <laughs> just tear him limb from limb because because he, he's like a school no no this is why trump wins his debates he's okay. not he doesn't have like the debate skills of like um, Bill O'Reilly or a John Stewart, someone who's got like so many facts compiled and they've got the delivery. They can just rip you apart and, and make you look bad. Donald Trump is like a schoolyard bully. He'll call you a shit face right? and, and the whole audience go, ooh, and you'll lose. It doesn't matter about the economy anymore. He called you a shithead. Like that, that, that'll be it. Like he doesn't play by normal rules. He'll put your phone number on the internet. I, I remember McCain and Obama were going to debate. I think this was Obama's first term. And uh, it was like, Obama's going to smash this guy. Obama's such a good speaker. Obama's you know, got this enthusiasm around him. He's speaking to like 12,000 person crowds all the time. And, 
And I was like, this is going to be the most lopsided debate ever. And then a news announcer was like, you know, people act like this is going to be so lopsided. It's not. McCain has been doing debates for 30 years now, right? You don't get to be a senator without knowing how to do public speaking. This guy is on the Hill doing his talking points. He's delivering speeches to... Yeah, he's a chairman know, of a lot of, of committees. Yeah, chairman. Like, like, this guy is no stranger to speaking into a mic or speaking or, 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 or debating. You know, he does it for a living. And uh, while I don't think McCain won the debate, sure enough, he belonged there. And... Um, uh, so it'll be interesting. Like when Trump, you, you're saying Trump is going to crush these other guys. He might. He might because he's certainly a showman. But, you know, there are some serious people up there. You know, Huckabee's yeah. run for president a couple times before. I don't know how many. It doesn't um, matter, though. You've seen how these debates go. It's all about zingers, it yeah. seems. Like, mm -hmm. It seems like if you've got a. They always the memorable get some, moments. Yeah, a memorable moment. If you had a, com I would have a comedian on my uh, on my debate team. Like he'd be, he'd be like, hey, hey, this would be funny here. What if you pointed out the uh, the how ironic it is that that he took money from them and then you spun in a little joke here. Oh, that get him. Like that's how you win a campaign. Dude, you know what you need? A battle rapper, right? Like if Roan yeah. was on there, <laughs> all of a sudden it's like, you know, what do you what do you think about this? You answer the phone or ain't no one gonna be home and did you, you know, <laughs> just like going on and on. <laughs> all of a sudden, like like, you know, ah Woody kicked his ass in rhyme form. Like that would <laughs> <laughs> be great if you could just drop a couple of beats about fiscal policy. <laughs> I, Donald Trump would do that. I'm sure he's done it before. He's that cringeworthy with everything he does. He feels comfortable doing anything, it seems. And he shouldn't be comfortable being alive, even the way he looks. It's, <laughs> it's amazing the confidence that man has. So I'm looking forward to the debates. It's going to be a real clown show. It's going to be a circus. The whole Republican Party is just looking like a bunch of just knuckleheads. It's... Uh, he's making everyone look bad. Really Who bad. serious from the Republican Party? I can hardly think of anyone. Jeb Bush, I guess, right? And okay. that guy from Wisconsin who who crippled their economy, it seems. That Scott There's Walker Scott guy. Scott Walker, right, right. There's the Ohio guy, uh, John Klippich or something. Um, can't even remember his name. Yeah, I can't pronounce it. It's got too much. Exactly. Yeah, that's why I pointed it out. When you told me the last time, I was like, oh, his name's too silly. Oh, right, right. Um, yeah, there are a couple of good. You know, at some point there'll be a Republican nominee. And that person will be given all the respect and authority that every Republican or Democratic nominee gets. And, and I think it's going to be somebody who crosses over and uh, and like some some like libertarian or some like uh, you know right wing Democrat who crosses over. That's what it's going to take for a Republican to to win anything. That uh, describes Trump to some effect. I mean, he's called himself a Democrat before. He was for Obamacare at one point. Sure, sure, but he's he's. Part of that is that he's like you know Donald Trump. I mean he's he yeah. he's not a normal person. Like no, like, like not. you can't. You, I, I don't compare when I when I think of him and I think of like I don't know Marco Rubio or one of these other candidates who's actually like a professional politician. They're just not even on the same playing field. Trump's just like there for fun. The fact that people actually support his run for the White House is shocking. I admire the way that Trump handles himself sometimes. Right, like um, Trump. I'll say Rush Limbaugh, Jesse Ventura, all these guys, they're not apologizing. And I really like that. Um, people don't know. We just spent like, I don't know, 40 minutes or so watching PKA 175. I'm sitting here cringing at me as I sit here and worry about what we were allowed to take on the survival trip. And I, I judge myself harshly like, man, that's just one show, but it's not the only time. You know, like a, every now and then, like people will say things or suggest it. And I'm sitting here like really weighing their advice. Trump doesn't do that. No, Trump is just like, this is the fucking way it is. And that's the fucking way. Like, there's, you're wasting your time telling Trump something you don't like. And, you know, I, I could learn something from that. Definitely so. I'm looking forward to seeing how this, this whole like... This election cycle, I, we got starting in two days. We've got a year of entertainment. It's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to it because the Democrats are going to be interesting too. Because Hillary, Hillary's not going to just take this thing and run with it. They're going to they're going to tear her to shreds during the uh, the debates, and she's she just can't swim. I don't think she's going to do it. But somebody else is going to take her place, and I think a Democrat will eventually win. The question is which one, because it can't be any of those Republicans. It just can't be. <laughs> If Biden doesn't run, 
we've got a real issue because I don't like anybody really that much. Uh, Bernie Sanders is, uh, I think he's an honorable man. What about uh, Rand Paul? Oh, what a, so Rand Paul's got some crazies. I mean, I don't think you're going to love his pro-life stance. Um, he's definitely a, a, a church guy. Um, I forget. There's something All else. that means is he might put a few justices in there. But by the time those justices get to, like, eh, I don't think they're going to overturn Roe versus, Roe versus Wade. I'm, I'm looking. I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, I... So, and someone on Reddit was like, hey, everyone here is in love with Rand Paul, but you forgot this. And, um, like, I'm pretty sure he's, oh, he would totally, he's not for, like, gigabit e internet. Like, that's an issue. All this FCC stuff they've done that opens competition that, you know, like, defines broadband for higher stuff. He's not down for that at all. Uh, he would just have monopolies run amok. And that's actually... Like, I'm not a single-party voter, or a single-issue voter, I mean to say. Like, I, some people are, and I can respect that. But um, that is one of the bigger things for me. Like, I, I really do want them to be about making the Internet infrastructure better. I think it's it, as essential as, like, real-life roads and highways, and one of the reasons that America is successful. He thinks tax cuts create jobs. He doesn't believe in jobs program, programs. He doesn't like unions that gave us Saturdays and Sundays off. Um he get rid of uh, affirmative action, which I'm actually kind of for. Wants to get rid of Social Security. Wants to get rid of Medicare, Obamacare, <laughs> private insurance. Um, he wants to eliminate Road versus Wade, the woman's right to choose. Um, he's picked the wrong oppressor. I don't know what this means. Uh, I guess. Okay. Well, it sounds like he has some policies that uh, we're not all for. Yeah. I you know, I, I don't know. I don't see the candidate out there I want. I, I guess it's... I, I, I don't want to say Hillary because right. she's so disgusting. That's where I am. I don't want it to... I don't like her at all. Yep. Not even a little bit. It's, but I feel like the one who's least likely to fuck up what Obama has done that's good and the most likely to take us deeper down some like NSA scary rabbit hole... Where some some like police state where the Clintons end up ruling us for the next thirty years or something crazy is Hillary fucking Clinton. Like I just don't I don't like her. I don't trust her. I don't like that she was the president's wife. I I, I don't I thought it was weird that she stuck by him when when she was humiliated publicly with the blowjob and everything. I feel like she's biding her time. That whole move to New York and the run for Senate for the Senate and I feel like they're just evil. Uh, there's something evil about that family. All of them. I don't trust them. I want somebody <laughs> I've never heard of before. I'm, that guy with the weird name. I'd vote for him before Hillary. <laughs> I'm close to you. Um, my issue with Hillary, like, like that cattle futures thing made me crazy. I, I, I can't put my finger on it and say Hillary did this and this is why she's bad. But um, when she turned $1,000 into $100,000 by betting on cattle futures perfectly, right? She bet mm -hmm. on them. They went up, they went up, went up. And then they, when she bet against them, they went down, they went down, went down. Bet on them, up, 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 down, up. There were like a couple of those. And it's like... Either this woman can see the future or something is dirty here. And she turned time travel. <laughs> she turned a grand into a hundred grand. That real estate investment trust, they, they were investigating real estate investment trust when they found the Monica Lewinsky thing. That just, but there was a dirty real estate deal, supposedly, that they never really got to the bottom of involving the Clintons. They've had, if one in 10 things they say is true about them, and some stuff like the amount of money she made is just truth then um, I'm really worried, you know, that, she, that something could be kind of shady here. Um, like the double email servers, that by itself doesn't bother me. You need a private email server because not everything you do is government work. But I, I feel like it's also a good way to do shady shit and not have a government recorded, which is why everyone's making a, a, such a big deal out of it. Um, Anyway, I can't I'm tell you why Hitler's that, dirty, but I feel she is. I'm just happy that my vote doesn't matter just like the rest of you out there, and that in the end, it's already been picked for us. We just will be notified of who the, who the leader <laughs> is. Uh, so I'm looking forward to the notification whenever that comes. There's a mathematician, I forget which state it was, said that the electronic voting machines need an audit. And he requested all the papers so that he could like do the audit. And they're just not like... But he's like, there's a lot of irregular, irregularities here that don't make sense as if these voting machines were rigged and they're just not looking at it. 
and and why voting machines they're so against having a paper trail like it i don't get it you know it's easy to create a paper trail it's not a technology that's difficult for us they just choose not to have one and that scares me a little bit i don't know the whole thing's fucked but uh there will be a good show if only john stewart was at the helm on this thing Mm, real shame real shame you would think he'd do one more year just to get this election cycle that or you know he's doing a um a kindness to his successor and and letting him you know hit the hit the ground running you know, yeah maybe so opportunity that a target rich environment well good luck to whoever that is because it's uh he's he's very good at what he does we watched him uh kind of tear fox news apart earlier and that was really funny really well done Stuart's uh, amazing. liked it a lot the, the guy that he chose to replace him is supposed to be amazing. He speaks like seven languages. He's been on the show before. He's a I only speak the one. So, <laughs> so I hope that he's, uh, that he can, he's got some big shoes to fill. I hope he does a good job. Um, oh, oh, so we PKA survival trip, man. I feel like that thing is creeping up on us. I was talking to Lozon about it. How firm are you on those dates? Because uh, well, we, I think you're we, not as firm as it seemed. Yeah, I... I we need to push it a week, I think, because I've got that thing with the parrot drones and the shotguns. That's supposed to be like that week of the month, and they haven't nailed down an exact day that's in the last week of the month. Uh, I'm waiting on the the guy that has the expensive shotguns is in the UK. He went there and sold some shotguns, and we're waiting on him to get back with the shotguns. I can't push it a week. Like if there were, like I think we reset factions at Woodycraft like four times a year. And um, what we do is we do a reset event on the 28th, and then the 29th is the actual reset. So on the 28th, everyone kind of, all the money they've accumulated and treasure and stuff, they just go balls to the wall and play overnight. So anyway, I would be driving home on the 28th as fast as I can, kicking off the event, and then the 29th, opening the new server. I don't want to leave town on, like, hypothetically the 30th and hope that that thing works fine. Uh, I need to be around and, and do my job for a bit. Who are you talking to? A dog. Oh. Um, well, that's yeah. not very nice. <laughs> it, it was a dog. It no, I'm little... teasing. Because I, like, I, like, like, I expected to be Kitty. And like, who is it? Uh, some dog. I'm like, well, that's just unkind. Uh, it was literally a dog. Mm. Well, um, so I if don't we, know what. Yeah, if we, can't, if we can't slide it forward a few days. So, so when I might... said push it a week, I mean like doing it um, September. Um, so I need to look at my calendar. So the 24th through the 28th is a thing, right? That's, that's our current idea. If we push it a week, that'd be the 31st to the 4th. And I'm, I, I can't open a new server on the 29th and then just leave town on, say, the, yeah. Could we push it two weeks? Yeah, something like that, I become available again. Um, Let's investigate two weeks and see if that, as long as that doesn't hurt anybody else, uh, yeah. I, that would be ideal. Another uh, option, like let's say hypothetically your shoot was the 28th, right? Uh, then we could shift it to like 22nd to 27th or 22nd to 26th or something like that. Like it could shift a few days sooner mm -hmm. once we know your date. Maybe. Um that would put me in a tight spot. I'm filming next week anyway. I'm filming like uh, in the middle of next week, so I got to prep for that. So then I'd have to also, after filming all that, I have to re-prep for the shoot that, with the drones, and it that might work. I, I, I need some terms. more confirmation. Yes, yeah. I'm willing to let you do that much work in two. Weeks. I need some more confirmation from Kitty because she might come and say, and, and our original dates might just work. Um, uh huh. Right. But if yeah. we pushed it, if we pushed it two weeks, uh, that would be very easy for me. But then we got to talk to Joe all over again. Then we got to talk to Joe all over and again. Joe's going to fight again this year. So we start running into camp time. His camps tend to be two months. So if he fights in at the end of the year, then we're threatening October. So September should be okay. But anyway, that's the kind of thing we need to think about. Definitely so. Yeah. So we'll we'll see if that'll work, and if not, I'll I'll see like how exact these dates are going to be because I just still don't know the day we're going to film this parrot drone thing, but I can't miss it. Uh, I gotta right, get right. Do Do you know what your shoot? Can we talk about either of these shoots? Um, well, it's just it, we're going to fly the drones around. Part of the shoot. Is I know shoot this one. It's cool. I don't know if we can tell everyone else. 
Yeah, um, we're shooting parrot drones with uh, really expensive shotguns. That's going to be part really of the video. Expensive. So like six-digit shotguns. They make yeah. your shotgun look less expensive. Absolutely. They have 100. I think that the, the, the cheap one that we're going to be shooting is like 100 grand, something like that. Um, but he's got like a three or $400,000 shotgun. Um, this is stuff that he has in his inventory. I, he said he's going to bring four or five of these shotguns that range in price from like 100 to four or 500 thousand uh, dollars so we'll see what actually shows up but i'm sure there's gonna be some really really expensive shotguns regardless i don't know what you'll be able to say on air but i'm really interested in your opinion your private opinion on these shotguns yeah I, oh yeah definitely so yeah. i've seen the videos and uh now i can't afford these shotguns it would like it's <laughs> i'd have to be really rich to have you know a hundred to five well grand you know if you prefer shotgun if you preferred a shotgun over a fleet of lawn equipment, then, <laughs> then you could totally afford one of these shotguns. Even my fleet of lawn equipment all combined to significantly less than your low-end shotgun. We're <laughs> <laughs> um, catching up. It is, yeah. We could talk about that next. But um, uh, what was I going to say? The Shotguns. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I watched a video on how it was made. And mm. I can see how the cost goes up like it does. Like they hand make the screws. Like they'll take a little piece of metal, put it on a lathe, spin the screw. And then when the screw tightens, like, um, so it's a screw, right? You have to, for the listeners, you have to picture that, not a Phillips head or an Allen key or something. When it tightens, the screw gets perfectly flush with the outside of the shotgun. And the slot in the screw goes perfectly perpendicular with the barrel of the shotgun. And to watch, you know, of course, it's beautiful filming with like the perfect bokeh and lighting and everything. But to watch him turn this screw and see it settle as the as the thing goes perpendicular you're like oh this is perfection right this is like uh gunsmithing is where i'm searching for this is we need to do a thing where i drop the gun <laughs> <laughs> i i i can't think of many other things on earth that are crafted to this spec right like I don't think I own very much. I have some quality things in my life. Like I really like my table saw. I really like the guns that I have, but the guns that I have are like normal. They're, they're rough by comparison. You know, like sometimes you got to shoot 50, 60 rounds through them before they get really reliable. Um, you know, even the ones I really like, like my Henry lever action, just they're not like this. This is a whole nother level of perfection. I, I can't wait to hear your report because I'm going off a YouTube video. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting my hands on them. Um, I've never uh, never shot a half million dollar shotgun before. I've shot really expensive guns, but often they're really expensive because they're old or gigantic or something like that. But this is just a really fancy thing. So that'll be fun. Yeah, I've never seen one in real life, like let alone shot it. Have you seen anything that like have you been in the room with something like this yet? Yeah, but I don't think I like paid it any mind. Like, like I think that I've been, I've seen like really big collections where it's kind of overwhelming, and you you can't really settle on one thing in particular. Mm -hmm. But I've uh, I've never really investigated them. I've never, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. I hope there's one that's really blinged out with some gold and shit. And like I said, I'm hoping I I might get like a really cheap. I've got a cheap like over and under shotgun, and I was thinking it might be funny to like maybe spray paint it. Uh, all golden and, uh, I don't know, do something silly where I drop it in the pond while I'm shooting. Like, <laughs> you know, toof, toof, shoot two shots and, and like try to be fancy, like opening it up over my arm and just kuk, kuk, punk, I, and no, like, throw it in the pond. Here's and what like, I'm Arr. thinking. You get a drone coming by, miss, miss, throw the shotgun throw the at shotgun. it. <laughs> Take it out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I may do that. That's a good call, Woody. I like that. Oh, yeah. well, that's good. I, I, I feel like we got a 10 to 1 idea ratio. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm good I'm for another 10. Hit me, Kyle. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Um, oh, so we were talking about the survival thing. I actually went to a, a, a WMA, a wildlife management area yesterday and drove around out there for about an hour and a half or so, got out and walked for about an hour and investigated a few spots to do our survival trip this time. And uh, I think it's going to work, but I got I to gotta look further. I'm going to go out there for, I'm going to get up earlier. Uh, last time I started around noon and it was just so fucking hot. But uh, the place I looked at was really... Uh, really grown up and there was a lot of mountainous regions but there's tons of flat areas too i saw a bobcat i saw some squirrels uh i saw lots of acorns and uh i think it would work there's water there's not fish where I, uh, in the place i was at but it's, you could it's, a, 
if it's a mountainous region, the water's probably at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, um there's creeks that kind of crisscross the whole thing. Okay. Um, yeah, so this time Kyle's kind of picking out the thing. The, the, for pe probably people don't know this. We'd like the ability to shoot squirrel. We think that could be a major food source. And in North Carolina, it seems like squirrel season doesn't start until, I don't remember if it was September or October, but it was too long. Mm -hmm. Whereas in Georgia, we could shoot them in August. And that's yeah. attractive. I really do think that's, I'm a little worried that there won't be squirrels. But like, this place is, uh, I don't want to give... It's it's over fifteen thousand acres, so it's it's really really massive. Yeah, I, right off like two two twenty two, just to the south by the lake. It's, I think, but I think if you you know you walk around out there, you got plenty of land to walk around, and you'll eventually stumble upon something to kill. Like there's gonna be there's gonna be animals out there. There just are. Like just just looking at the thing, I don't know. I saw like I said, I saw that bobcat. I saw a squirrel. Um, oh wait, you I saw, saw a tons bobcat? of animals. Yeah. I saw tons of animal sign, like footprints, and uh, where like there was like a muddy spot in a mud hole or something. I saw deer and uh, rac lots of raccoon tracks. They got like these little almost human-like hands with claws. I don't think so I I've ever seen a bobcat in real life. That was my first experience. Huh. Yeah, there were mountain lions in Kentucky, but I don't. I think I heard one once, but I, I didn't have visual confirmation that that's what it really turned out to be. Um. But yeah, my dad shot one once with a bow when he was deer hunting, um, and that was the only one I've ever seen. Uh, and and all the hunting that I ever did, and you know, just hundreds of hours in the woods, like I never saw a I never saw a bobcat anywhere. I don't think there really that I don't think there are many where I am in my like region of Georgia. So that I've was seen the first a bear. one. It's pretty big. Like it was like I don't know. I guess it was like this long. Like I don't know that tall. Like like a, like a small dog. But we could beat up a bobcat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it. I don't think it has. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I saw a bear. That's a pretty cool thing. But um, not in the wild. I haven't. Yeah, well, I was definitely in the wild. It, well, it was it was at a camping area, so I think the bears frequently raided. Like that's scarier. Know. Oh, hold on a second. Hello. Hey, Earl. I'll see you then. All right. Thanks, Earl. Earl's going to kill Woody later tonight, ladies and gentlemen. What'd you say? I said Earl is going to kill Woody later tonight, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I want to talk about this. So yeah. Earl is selling a lawnmower. Here's the scoop to make a short story long. Cause, Woody know, was short a lawnmower. So. <laughs> No, like, so what happens is I mow on the tractor and it does a fine job. Uh, Hope mows on a zero turn and it does a really fine job. Like she sometimes might pull MVP on this thing. I probably mow the most acreage, but she can do some acreage I can't, like the front yard and and above the septic drain field and um, another thing. Uh, oh, the culverts, like where there's a dip. My tractor can't do that. It's too wide and stuff. But Colin rides a 32 inch riding mower. And really, the thought process was almost social, you know, like anything Colin does is a positive step. If, if I'm out there mowing 96 inches and Hope's mowing 72 and Colin does 30, hey, it's 30 I didn't have to do. Well, what happens is it sometimes doesn't actually mow it, so you have to recover his tracks. But worse than that, it's been clogging. So it's like... 95 degrees out there. I'm melting. I'm sticking my hand in like, it's not that it's going to turn mulched on or up, anything. Mulched up Mulched grass. up awfulness of grass. And it's yeah. not just like under the deck. It, the, it shoots out the back because it was designed mm -hmm. to have a bagger on it. So I'm shoulder deep, like neck ah. deep in this mulched up grass. And it's hot. And it's awful. And, you need more uh, RPMs. <laughs> It, it, and the, he knows there's an issue because the belt starts screeching. And I know he's wearing this belt out prematurely, and that's going to be a thing I need to fix. And, um, you know, and I'll think I get it all. I turn it on, screech again and again and again, and then I finally fix it. It was like 15, no, it was more than that. It was like one minute later, not 15 seconds, but like a minute later, it clogged again. And it, it clogged, I think, three times the last time we mowed. And it was terrible. And the whole, like, hey, 
anything he does is a positive contribution didn't hold true. It was a negative contribution. So I think we want his lawnmower in the fleet. It's nice to have a riding mower. It's easy. It can pull a small trailer for like spraying Roundup or whatever. It's nice to have. But um, I, I don't think I want him out there. Like what happens is I make a path and then he just rides next to that path and adds to it. I think I want him out there on a real mower. So I've been casually looking for the right zero turn mower for like months now couple months yeah and um this one popped up it's half the going rate it should be twice as expensive and uh it's a really nice clean looking john deere not a z950a if you want to go out there and google it yeah and, and um, they want woody to show up at 9 30 tonight at night uh with the cash in hand uh to some shady backyard and take a look at the the yard the, the yard tractor that's priced at 50 percent normal value so good luck woody <laughs> uh, if there's going to be a shooting tonight, I'm the trigger puller. You think? <laughs> yeah. All those people who are like, I've never felt a reason to own a handgun. Like, here's a good one. You ever do a shady <laughs> Craigslist deal at 930 at night for a $4,000 lawnmower? I don't think so. You want to be packing heat. Yeah. Yeah. This thing, like, we, we looked and... Um, it seemed like eight grand was about the going rate. There were some in like the seven range and there were some in the 10 range, but this mower should be like eight grand. And he's doing all this like pressure stuff with me. He's like, there's another guy coming to look at it, but he doesn't have a trailer. So now I'm like, I can get there with the trailer and with cash and you know, make this thing. He's like, yep. And the, the dealership, like quality equipment or something, they're willing to take it at this price too. So tomorrow morning, this thing will be gone. So it, it's like show up here tonight with cash in hand in the dark in some like, you know, uh, back, I don't want to say redneck, country town. White uh, trash, I think is the political <laughs> That's what word. I was going for. I was going for kinder. I was going for the other Oh, a, oh, I thought you were going the other way. A farming oh. community type town and. Um, oh, that's worse. Is that mm. worse? No. <laughs> it wasn't meant but to be. Only after, only, only because you added it after I said white trash. You were like, no, they're not white trash. They're farmers. Yeah, that's what this, I, I just heard his voice. He sounds real country. And um, I don't know if I were to just guess it was a short conversation, you know, like 48 or something country. I picture him in suspenders. That's You're like, I, no offense or anything. I'm just guessing he didn't graduate high school. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, just, it's like, I'm not looking down on him. I'm just saying his, his family tree doesn't have as many branches as mine does. This is it's a not guy a big who deal. uses the wrong there a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but anyway, yeah, so I think I'll go into a farm. I'm going to go drive it around a little bit, and if things go well, to put it on the trailer, and we'll go. It's such a good price. Like I said, I've been shopping for a long time, and uh, it's off Craigslist already, which is a little scary. Um, I used TinyEye, and I couldn't find the picture elsewhere. So I, I see a lot of scams on Craigslist, but oftentimes I'll, I'll see something, and I'm like, ooh, yeah, that tractor looks amazing. The price is too good to be true. And then I see that same picture's been used in Craigslist ads around the country. And, uh, yeah, use and that I, on girls, too. What's that? Oh, use oh, that on girls, too. That way you find out if they're sending pictures of someone else. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that makes or sense. Or if you're sending the preachers to lots of people, I guess. You know, you never know. <laughs> well, that's okay. Right? Yeah. It doesn't well, matter how many people you're loving, so long as I get some loving. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, sluts are people, too. So, yeah, you're going to add another uh, another mower to the fleet. Colin's going to be bumping 72 inches of uh, blade, and, uh, and the, the grass will be shaking in fear. The grass will not know what hit it. We are, and, and what's exciting to me is if we can really carve off like an hour, then I can get into like weed whacking and hedge trimming before the heat really rains down. You need a picture of the whole family, everyone on a mower. Just I, cut a big swath. <laughs> right? With a, um, we need a drone with that follow me feature watching us go in like staggered, um, like, like, or, or, no. I'll uh I'll be the front center and it'll be like a um shit who are the the, oh, the like pilots the, like the blue angels right we'll be like blue angels formation. going in formation with the drone filming this thing from the top yeah That's I what like you it do. all right <laughs> <laughs> 
I uh, I've never seen anyone take to 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 lawn care uh, the way you have. Like I remember, <laughs> it was it it was last year, and you had that that yard that like we all we would always make fun of it, yeah. like you more than anyone, because oh, it sure. was just completely unmaintained. It just <laughs> you didn't do shit. You were just like, that's my yard. It is what it is. Like oh, there's a bald patch. I mean, yards get old. What are you gonna say? It's an old yard. <laughs> like, you care. And now you have like. You got a little mini golf course over there, and you and the whole family are patrolling that shit on professional machines. It's gonna be. Great. <laughs> I have a good. I start looking forward to it. So we don't mow that often, especially in this heat. Like it's. I, I think it's slowed down the rate of the grass. We're not getting like that nice rain sun combo. Just oppressive heat, and uh, and I start looking forward to it. Like we're gonna mow Saturday. And I'm like a little jazz, like, yeah, I hope Saturday's good. Checking the temperature, making sure we don't get rained out. We are going to mow the fuck out of this thing on Saturday. And it you might be opening the blades. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I bought a, um, a grease gun so I can properly maintain the shit, but not a manual grease gun. This is a Milwaukee, like battery powered, like nothing but heavy duty. And, and I, you know, we'll, I'll get it done before we mow next time. I'm going to grease the fuck out of everything that spins. There's always more fittings than you think those grease fittings like my dad's got some pieces of machinery with i wish i knew the number it's it's got to be dozens because it feels like you'll 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 grease fittings for 20 minutes and you'll be like i got them all and he'll walk over like did you get that one and this one and these over here it's like shit those are that that too (laughs) so yeah that's it's good that you're maintaining your stuff too there's some fittings i worry about less than others like the ones for the front end loader like that thing doesn't move very much and it it, but like the ones for the spindles and such uh i i I, you said it's good than maintaining i think i'm a little guilty of not maintaining enough which is why i got a a grease gun that makes the job easier so so if i could talk grease gun dude i could talk about anything no nah we don't we don't need to do grease gun talk um, we do some more survival talk, I guess. Okay, okay. <coughs> uh, so, I guess we're going to do this thing in Georgia. Uh, it makes sense for the hunting of the squirrels. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it mo- almost certainly on a wildlife management area. Uh, and we're definitely going to be able to get away from people like we did before. My, my thing is I want to find water that we could... It'd be nice if we could fish in the water. Uh, I'd like that a lot. Um, but from what I've seen, it, it'll be... There's so much material to to build shelter and there's so much firewood it, it seemed like you could easily pile up you know truckloads of firewood from just what's laying dead around in in a lot of the areas that's the difference between a, a campground and truly primitive like survival stuff i was going to say primitive camping because it's a term but like if you go to a campground all the firewood is taken you know it just that's the thing it, it, you have to go further and further out because people are burning it quicker than it falls but if you go primitive camping where other people don't go like you need to move the firewood out of your spot. Like it's yeah. everywhere. So that yeah, and there cool. are some actually. It's it's kind of weird the way this place is set up because you're driving down this gravel snaking road mm-hmm. that kind of at some points the like uh, to the right is a is a ma- kind of a mountainous hillside and to the left is kind of a steep drop off. Are you like, doing this in your nice Camaro? No, no, I want a truck. Like uh, like, like no, yeah, this yeah. is not car. This is not car driving. Because this um, sounds like Tacomaville. Yeah, this is de- you're gonna love this. There's a lot. Yeah. They they, it, they really were liberal with the gravel on these roads. I, it seems like they don't want to be out there a lot maintaining them. So there's just in the in the turns they're just full of gravel, and you, I was just hitting them going 30, 40 miles an hour and just washing around the corners and stuff. Now but we're talking. it's steep on one side, not so steep that like you could drop something off and watch it go down, but so steep that if you tripped and fell, you'd fall a long time. Like you just keep rolling down and uh, uh-huh. down the hill. So. There's some parts of it that are mountainous, and there's some flat parts, and there's actual campgrounds where I saw there was like burnout, uh, uh, like old you know rocks piled up for campfires and stuff. Um, but I think that'll work. I just I want to I want to go in tomorrow or the next day and like really hike some more and find. I want to find a spot where there are squirrels. Like when we go in there, I want it to be like I want there to be fucking squirrels. I don't want to starve. I want to kill just the squirrels. Jumping we- from limb to limb, a big squirrel wonderland where you can I to- you can shoot four, have twelve run away, and still have twelve more to shoot at. That's exactly what I want. I yeah. uh, I, I, w- I went and ordered some some special twenty two bullets. Like uh, how are they ready- special? Uh, they're like sixty grain bullets. Uh, well, they're heavy. Uh, yeah, they're super heavy. I feel like those will be fun. I just have, I don't know. I have a brick of. It doesn't 22. matter. Yeah, I. It's not gonna matter one bit. I um, 
I think I'm going to bring that Henry lever action. We talked about it before. I was going to get, first I was going to get a 22 that broke in half. Uh, for non, it just like unscrews and folds together. And it can be small, it's nice to carry. And um, then it was like, no, nah, I'll get one with the scope and a laminated th thumb stock. And it, all of a sudden I started getting all the way to like a target shooting caliber gun with a really nice scope. Yeah. And, um, you know, this is money that I could be spending on a fleet of lawn care equipment. Yeah, or pool so uh and then we went all the way back and it's like that lever action and i think in your hands too something about that iron sight just kind of works for me and mm -hmm. i'm not convinced we'll see uh we'll see the scope is a, a double-edged sword for people that aren't shooters the upside much like in a fps game is you can see people far away and put your you know, your bullet right on it. The downside is it's a little too hard to find your target. You know, you can almost lose track of where you are. And if it's really zoomed in, I do this thing where it's like, all right, I see it. And then I look through the scope and it's like, those things don't seem to like relate to each other, you know? And, and it can take a little while to find your target. So you might be better than that. But target acquisition is tougher with a scope, I think. And I, uh, I, I keep both eyes open and I can kind of... It superimposes the crosshair in my vision over the target, and then I can close my eye and I'm right on. Another thing is, you know, to, I turn the power down pretty low, you know, until I, think I find I literally it. can't do that. Like, Interesting. Um, yeah, like, it, this might be a little too old school, but did you ever look into a machine where there was a red light and a picnic table in your eye exams? I don't think so. I remember, you know, letters. Yeah, so at our school... They tested us for a whole array of eye things. And there's the letters, like you said, you know, how fuzzy and how, how much can you read. And then there were a bunch of other tests, you know, and, and one of them tested for double vision, which I have. And uh, I can, and I do all day, all the time, sort of pull the two images into focus. I don't know, like other people. You can get glasses that will correct that. You can, yeah. It, but like, I, don't, I feel like I don't need it because I can always work and pull it together but I when it doesn't how that would feel <laughs> but when it doesn't work for me uh sometimes when i'm tired i just get lazy and it's like ah fuck it I, i'll have two worlds i don't really need to know which is the right one or like exact location doesn't matter it's pk it's one at night i'm seeing two of all of you More the fuck <laughs> all right that doesn't sound good you need some glasses I, i've always had this is me I know. Entire life. Yeah, yeah. It's I know. One, I feel like it's a reasons... mistake, though. I feel like you've been like overtaxing a part of your brain that otherwise could be doing other things. I feel like a little <laughs> bit of Woody's brain is always pulling those two images together and just holding them and trembling from the effort, like that's all day. That's a more accurate description than you might know. They, I, I, I feel like to... that causes tension headaches. I bet that causes it might, uh, it might all be kinds why of stuff. I blink a lot. You know, like it could tie into that. Um, like maybe I just work a little harder. Uh, I was going to say something else there, uh, the, the double vision. Oh, oh, oh. Um, the only thing is it's harder to do that, like, say, in an oncoming baseball, right? So I think that's why one of the reasons, perhaps, why I always sucked at baseball and hitting and such. Because that idea of pulling the image together is harder to do with a moving object. And um, back on topic, when we're talking about, like, using a scope and looking through the two of them and superimposing and stuff, I think that's just something that I'm not wired to do. Mm. Colin, yeah, you've probably noticed Colin wears glasses. It's for this issue. It was impacting his reading, and uh, they think he can wear glasses for a couple of months because he's young. Correct this, and then not need them anymore. If I were you, I would totally get those glasses. Like you're, you, Colin's already got them. You already know the optometrist that'll make it happen. That's all true. Yeah. Well, we're gonna wait. Colin's my guinea pig. If it works for him, maybe I'll talk to the optometrist. I mean, the next time he needs to go, you could totally be the one to take and be like, "Hey, doc." How about fixing me up, too? She wants to see me. Uh, and Jackie likes her a lot. So she seems to be good. Right, you know, so what I like in a doctor is they don't waste my goddamn time. And, uh, like, I sit there. at Like, first step in me grading a doctor is the waiting room. You know? Like, it, if my appointment's at 2, I'll get there at, like, 5 of or 10 of. Sign in. I expect to be seen pretty close to 2. That's the, I fired my, not my current dentist, but I fired a dentist over this. And I almost made a scene. Like, I made a, a little scene. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I, I, oh, I remember. So I talked to them before I scheduled the appointment. And I was like, hey, you guys run behind a lot. When can I oh. get an appointment? You've heard this before. And uh, so in fast forward, 
It was right after lunch. I come right after lunch at one o'clock. They're still not seeing me till like one forty, and they finally call me back there. And, and uh, like I, I didn't know the time or something, but I could tell it was late. And when I I sit in the seat, she's about to help me, and I see what time it is. And I was like, "You have got to be kidding me! You are thirty-eight minutes late. You are thir- I asked you when to schedule." So that this wouldn't happen, and it did. If I was 38 minutes late, you would tell me to come another time. But you run 38 minutes late, and it was like a couple times in a row. And I, and I was just like, you're fired. And the dentist is like rushing over, like, what's going on here? And I said, I'm done with you. Your office is not running on time. This is not the first time. This is an every time thing. I'm choosing appointments around how late you're going to be when you see me. I called in advance this time. I called in advance and said, hey, you always run late. How you running today? They said, get here on time, Woody. So I did. And the fuckers still were nearly an hour late. Fired. So uh, this one apparently runs tight ship. She sees you when you're Good. supposed to be seen. She doesn't fuck around while she's, you know, doing whatever. I hate that shit. I don't understand it. Like, like you're a fucking dentist. Like, like you're just you're filling cavities back there. Run on time. What's your problem? You know what you're gonna do. Yeah, I, I, and like I'll have some sympathy. Like, you know, things happen. Whatever. When somebody bite you, what, what happened? <laughs> um, yeah, that that's the thing. And um, you know, unless there's some celebrity doctor or something, but even them, they, I feel like they should schedule around. What kind of fancy dental work am I getting here? <laughs> a celebrity no. doctor. Let, let's oh. say that you're that cancer guy who cures the ones that all the other op- uh, what's that? Not optometrists, oncologists can't. Ah. Right? If you're that guy, then maybe you just get what you get and be happy that he's seeing you. I, oh, I don't they're not know. Real doctors. Let's not get carried away. <laughs> no, they're just pill pushers. Yeah. Um, yeah, just dentists aren't real doctors. Oh, 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 I see what you're saying. I was talking about the oncologist and that. No, they're real right doctors. There. Yeah, but um, uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, so you know, they run on time, and uh, you know, like I, I don't know. I, I, I just feel like my time's as important as yours. Please respect it. I respect yeah. yours. You know, let's just let's do this right. And uh, so Jackie says I would really like her. That she's good. She fixes What's problems up? and doesn't waste time. We should totally check that out. I think that'd be interesting. Yeah. I wonder if there's any chance Taylor's going to make it on the survival trip. No. Are you, Taylor? Are you going to make it? Can't make it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am interested. I, I haven't talked to him, but I think he's... I mean, I know he missed Thursday because he was moving. And as we do this, it's Tuesday. So one would guess that he's settled in. Um, we can't be sure, but he's supposed to be on the show this week. So on Thursday, he'll be settled in. I wonder, yeah. um, wonder how that went, how he likes his yeah. new place. I guess we'll find out. How Maybe he likes, I don't know if he works for a different company, but I know that he has a different role, and I uh, wonder how that's going. Um, he may have a new company. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I'm curious. Taylor made a little life change, got himself a win. I wonder. Mm-hmm. I want to hear all about it. Yeah, I want to hear about that. Um, Trying to think what else there was that happened today. There were a bunch of there was a bunch of stuff in the news, but I'm having a hard time thinking of it. Uh, this Ronda Rousey talk. There's, I don't know if you think people. I could do Ronda, Ronda Rousey talk. talk, dude. How badass is she? Pretty badass, I guess. Her I, last three so what's, fights. So what weight does she fight at? One thirty-five. Her last three fights have gone like thirty-four, fourteen, and sixteen seconds. I think it's real close to that. Yeah. Yeah, so that I, I do know that this fight lasted longer than the other two combined because they were like 14 and 16 seconds. This one's 34. And it was especially sweet because her opponent talked trash in a way that I don't think anyone ever has before. She may or may not have made references to Ronda Rousey's father who committed suicide. And uh, she was definitely saying things like, don't cry, I'm going to kick your ass, don't cry. And Ronda Rousey beat her in 34 seconds and told her not to cry. And it was really badass. And yeah, the um, the best thing about Ronda is that her fights fit right onto a GIF. Uh, you don't have to pay $60, $70. Fuck all that shit. Never pay for a Ronda Rousey pay-per-view. You'll watch it the next day on Instagram or Twitter or really anywhere if you've got 30 seconds of time. If they... Dude, if I was involved in this company's marketing, I would totally... Like, Ronda Rousey, sponsored by Vine. <laughs> Just like, oh, yeah. You absolutely. know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great. That's a great marketing uh, strategy. They totally should do that. That'd be great. Yeah, she. Yeah. She really. It, I don't know. 
so so from what I read, I kept reading people saying that her stand up was sloppy in that fight, and that uh, they were pointing out that she, that her nose was very bloody, that she had taken a couple hits. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't think she looked good against what everybody is admitting is a, a pretty mediocre fight uh, fighter. I don't know. I I can't speak to that myself. I'm just repeating the the comments. They're but it, they, something. But I, I lots of people it. seem to be in unison. I watched it again, and I actually watched it at one eighth speed. Or I don't. It, it was called eight hundred percent slower. It, so I don't know what that is exactly. I, I guess fair enough. Yeah. Um, but it was really slow, and I watched and sat and saw everything. And uh, a couple things popped into my head. One, Rousey has a good chin. Um, she. Like she took a couple of good shots, as you called out. Her nose was bloodied too. She seemed to be throwing a lot of haymakers. Like Ronda didn't, to my memory, throw like some nice clean jabs. The nice thing about a jab is you're often pretty protected, and you, know, you toss this thing, and and you've got your hands up and and shielded. She was just throwing like right, like running right crosses that um, a good counter puncher would have spotted as an opening, I think. But. Uh, it's hard to argue with the results. One of the criticisms that people have of Ronda Rousey is that they say that she's a pro in their fighting with amateurs. And this last opponent is a particularly strong example of that. Beche started fighting four years ago in an effort to lose weight, right? And now she has a title shot with this Ron, with Ronda Rousey. And it's like, well, you know, no wonder. Ronda, on the other hand, has been doing this, doing judo since she was a little girl. She's been a pro fighter for a long time. You know, Ronda's <coughs> super badass. She's a pro fighter, and it feels like she's up against rookies all the time. But she's cleaned out her division now, and, and you know, this is what you're going to get. It, she just makes everybody else look bad. And I swear this is also true. I'm going to be misogynistic for a second. When I was a swimmer, it seemed like half of the girls didn't even take it that seriously. Every single guy at the collegiate level, like his entire sense of self-worth was wrapped up in his swimming talent. It was everything. You know, I'm not paying attention to my teachers as I sit there and work out what I aspire for my splits to be at different points in the season. I'm, you know, it's, it's everything to me. I'm working in practice so hard to, you know, to the point of vomit and that's not an excuse. Get back and work some more. And the girls weren't like that, you know, they were... They were all just a bunch of filthy casuals almost. And uh, it, it seemed like if there was anyone there with a guy's like, I, determination. Li- I live for this determination, that they would go in there and do really well. Now, of course, there's some you know physical attributes too, but it just seemed like they were in easy mode. Yeah, I don't think the knock is, is, is for Rhonda. I think Rhonda's, uh, I mean, she, we see what we see. I feel like she's in the same level of, of like, preparation and intensity as any of the male MMA fighters but I feel like her, most of her competition are shades of gray at best that's what I'm yeah, that's actually the point that I was trying to make that Ronda's in there with killer determination uh, pro level athletic body and experience that dates back to her childhood going up against people who take this casually who started four years ago Mm. You know, and it's it's a small wonder that she's in there just smashing the other women. So, you know, and, and this wasn't even a viable idea, you know, until Rana made it one. So, like, the people who are going to be at guy levels coming out of the female ranks, uh, you know, might be 14 years old right now looking up to her. So. Yeah, that's good. That's that's the great thing um, that I, I feel like she's going to inspire like a whole generation of maybe little girls to go get the shit beaten out of them, and, <laughs> and that's a good thing. There's so so I, I saw it on Reddit, but uh, John Jones took the title. I don't even remember who he beat. Machida, maybe, or I, he beat every former champ. So I don't remember which one had the belt at the time. But when John Jones took the title and became champion. Uh, someone was quoted as saying, like, the next guy that takes the title from him, you know, hasn't even been born yet. Like, they're saying his reign was going to be that long. And then it turned out a few years later, he got stripped of the title because he hit a pregnant woman. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it turned out to be real true. Uh, the guy that, that stripped the title from John Jones, fetus. Mm-mm. No? Can't co-sign on that joke? <laughs> 
you're gonna leave me out here solo. I can take it. <laughs> yeah. When he ran from that, when I first heard it, I was like, "Oh, he, he ran from the scene. Like, oh, that really sucks." And then when I realized she had a broken arm, it, I I had to read it to think about it. You can get knocked around in a car pretty bad nowadays and still be okay, right? Like, have you been in many car accidents? I've been in a lot of car Not accidents. Once. None. Oh, really? Well, I've been in like 10. And uh, most of them I wasn't driving. For, for Your wife, time. eh? <laughs> uh, I don't know. If she, I don't think so. Well, I mean, certainly bad. little things. Well, you're just the... bad luck because you're, you're on the wrong end of that bell curve. That's, that's extreme. It is. Uh, you know, like, it, it, they were mostly when I younger days. I, I, I crashed my cars a couple times, and uh, we just used to drive like assholes. And... Um, and, and, you know, that's why. But anyway, um, you like especially current cars, these things are safe. Like with all the airbags and side airbags and a lot of these things and seatbelts and crumple zones and like this, this concept of a safety cage was invented during my lifetime. Like these cars from the 70s didn't have safety cages and crumple zones. Like that motor just smashed right into where your feet are supposed to be. Now there's like firewalls on either side where the smashing stops and the rest is designed to absorb. Oh, they've, uh, so the, uh, the engine detaches and, and goes under the firewall now. You've got the, the, the mounting brackets uh, disconnect on an impact. That's brilliant, right? So if this woman broke her arm in a car accident, that was a pretty nasty car accident. You know, like you walk away uninjured from a lot of stuff in a current car. So he must have hit her good, and he still ran for it. Well, like, he was high on cocaine at the time, so he, he didn't care, I don't think. He was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. I'm high on cocaine. That, <laughs> that's not I'll proven. Jump, jump, I'm fucked up. <laughs> that's not proven. I, I, I have no idea if he made the right move legally doing that. Cause no, running away he should have found one of his like, homies to be like, I was driving. That was me behind the wheel. John was in the back seat. He was sick. I was trying to get him to the hospital. We didn't know what was wrong. That had been my story. Not a stuck to it, motherfucker. He'd still have his title, but instead, like he's the guy who hit and run. Did he really kill a fetus? No. Oh well, no, that's... he didn't kill it. Uh, oh. I think the fetus is fine. I never heard of yeah. anything about damage there. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, I don't know legally if like how the repercussions for hit and run compare to drunk driving or driving under the influence or or whatever he could have been under. Clearly, if he was clear-headed and sober, he should have stuck on sight. He's, he's caused a lot of trouble for himself. But if he was under the influence of something, I don't know if running beats sticking and getting busted for the influence stuff. Better just not to do it at all. John Jones was very foolish. He should have, all those celebrities who get DUIs and shit like that, it's like, dude, you, you make enough money to pay a driver. At least get, call a car, you know, a limo, a town. You can get a town car for like 50 bucks, and, and, and you don't have to go through that huge career-ending mistake. Mel? <laughs> we, we talked about this. Uh, I forget where it was. I, I think it was Joe's wedding. And um, uh, we came at it from different angles, you know. Like, I talked about it as like, hey, you drive under the influence. You're not just fucking with your own life like riding a motorcycle, climbing a mountain, jumping out of a plane. All these things are completely fine with me because you're the only guy taking a risk. But when you're drunk driving, I'm taking a risk with your life and everyone else on the road. And that's not fair. It's not right. It's immoral. And then you reminded me, like, don't forget, like this, you are really taking a risk with your own life too. And the stakes are super high. Like you're gonna lose your car, you're gonna lose tens of thousands of dollars. Now you could be out twenty grand in fees and lawyer attorneys. In New Jersey, and this is a long time ago, they said it costs like twenty three or twenty four thousand dollars to get a DUI. Might it's about ten high. grand in Georgia. Okay, that's not a small amount of money. Like you, you, and you don't get anything when you're done. You just get no. You just they let sad. You go. Yeah, you <laughs> just get sadness. Um, and you know you could be hurting someone else, and you could be hurting yourself. You like you you, you could um, uh, I mean not to get personal with it, but like so, ask a capper was in a car with someone else who was under the influence, and now he's a quadriplegic. Yeah, that kind of stuff can happen, you know. So uh, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. It's a real risk. It's a real bad idea to drive under. Yeah, I don't do that. That's absurd. Uh, I don't drink that much anymore anyway, but uh, I never really drunk drove ever, ever, ever. And I always thought it was just so stupid. It just didn't make any sense. It's like, what are you doing? Like, like, what are you proving? Like, like, uh, do you really think like, like it's it's like a knock on you or like makes you look bad that you had enough alcohol that that did you, like I don't understand. Like, they're like, oh, I don't need. Oh, I'm so goddamn manly. I, I'll, I'll drive through the alcohol. It's like, no, you're a human fucking being. You're drunk. You're going to go to jail. Yeah, culturally, like, I guess whatever you know, circle of peers I had in my high school and, and ever since then, like if you were to drink and drive, everyone would think that you were a real asshole. Like you would, your standing would be severely lowered because you're a dick. And, and, and they're right, and I'm right. You are a dick if you're drinking and driving. That's, that's a fucked up thing to do. Uh, I don't know if there's somewhere else where they tell you, you're fine. You know, four beers? <laughs> you can still drive. Yeah, if that's your friend group, then move on. You got some losers in your friend group. <laughs> Kyle's like, I got some friends like that. <laughs> uh, you know, four beers. You could do four beers. I mean, if you slam four beers, you can't go for a drive. But, you know, you hang out for a couple hours, drink four beers, you'd probably be okay. Two beers, full-grown man. I agree with that. You know, it's like, let's say you're watching a football game, right? The thing's three hours long. You drink four beers during the game. Yeah, you're gold. Yeah, you're, you're good you're there. You're probably good. Yeah, it depends on who you are. Like, I might not be good because I'm a lightweight. But, but most people are probably good. Um, or maybe if you're, like, say, a smaller girl, you might not be good. But uh, uh, anyway, if you slam four and hit the road, you're a dick. Yeah, definitely so. Yeah. So, so that's a thing. Um, is that a show? Yeah, we are over an hour. Yeah, that was my food arriving earlier, so I'm gonna go oh, eat shit. my food. I gotta get going. I'm gonna go get myself a lawnmower. Oh yeah, yeah. Good luck with you know with the shooting and all. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Later.